This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova with me today, my co-hosts and producers. We've got an awesome app show for you. Of course, we'll have uh, some hot five app countdowns. We've got uh, our travel and our fitness and game apps of the week. Of course, what's streaming on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon Prime Video. And we've got a a really cool interview with uh, an app developer that's made an app that uh, gives you a virtual doctor from the comfort of your home. You don't have to wait for your doctor uh, visit anymore. But let's start with some of the uh, the app news, guys. Uh, this was kind of an interesting one. An app that helps you become an astronaut? How does this work? So this is kind of interesting. Uh, basically, I mean, we're seeing a lot of uh, private companies now that are starting their own space programs. And so this app is basically is sort of a, a way of measuring your potential readiness for it. So you can kind of go through the process and, and basically see if you're ready to become an astronaut. Yes, and they are actually planning on sending you to space once they approve you. So uh, the app has a bunch of mini games that are the test. And if you pass, they are actually doing selections to send people to space. Which I think is really Sorry, awesome. real space or like virtual, like a game? Like no, real no, space. like real space. They're planning on sending people up later this year or uh, early in 2019, or so they say. What? Okay, hold it, hold it. You know how expensive it is to send someone to space? Yes, so this is actually a really interesting business model. I was intrigued because this article is quite lengthy that I read on this. Um, and I was like, let's let's get to the point where these people are making money because how is this all happening? But it seems that they are actually um, monetizing this by putting ads within the app and they're also selling some merchandise there is um, no way they can have enough ads and sell enough merchandise. And then <laughs> they're going to make some content out of uh, out of this space adventure and sell the rights to that. Kind of like a reality show in this space. This is a load of... Well, we we also I can't saw this say with, the word on radio. <laughs> we also no saw way. this with with Mars One, right? What they basically they're looking to send people to Mars, and they basically say, yeah, it's probably a one way trip, but uh, that's a <laughs> well. <laughs> I know some people I'd like to send to Mars. <laughs> they do call it the final frontier. One of them might be in this radio booth right now. Hey! That's not, it's not I'm you. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's me. <laughs> okay, so this, uh, I, I, I think it's cool that it's trying to teach people how to be astronauts. I'm, I'm betting, I'll bet you like $1,000 no one will ever see space. Well, you do. You just look that. up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no so one will be sent to space. The, the person here, I, I, the, the thing I love about this story the most is the person doing the marketing for it also did the marketing for Angry Birds, which I think for a launch platform is amazing, right? Like, hopefully that's how they're getting you up there is just a yeah. massive slingshot. That would make me super happy. So, like, the cheapest way to get to space is on Virgin Galactic's yes. flights. Which Quarter are of a million dollars. A piece. Yes. yes. Okay, so you're, they're going to raise enough money to start sending all these people to space at a quarter of a million dollars a piece. Can I point out about the Virgin Galactic? $250,000, still no in-flight meal. Well, because you'd be throwing it up, I'm well, sure. I mean, could I at least get one free piece of luggage? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, continue on the app news. Uh, Gmail developers have been reading your emails? What's what's happening? Um. Because privacy is not a thing anymore. <laughs> if you have any expectation of privacy, you should just throw that out now. So what's happening? Th- that's where we're at. So essentially, it's a piece of uh, so- well, a couple of pieces of software, but um, uh, Edison Email, uh, which is a, a Gmail reading app, uh, basically has been building these smart replies. 
And in order to contextualize some of these smart replies and to, to, to build the machine learning system to get it to a point where it's kind of feeding itself, they actually have had people reading your email. Um, we kind of, I mean, we've, we've said that this is probably going to be something that has happened in the past. Like we were anticipating that this would be discovered at some point. Google has said, you know, we're not reading your email, uh, but I think it's, we're not reading your email asterisk. We're letting other people read your email, which, uh, you know, while not shocking is no less disappointing. Uh, yeah, I think the more concerning part is that I see here that actually ReturnPath also has access to this and ReturnPath is an email marketing software. And so that doesn't excite me. Well, and I mean, this is, again, it's sort of the problem that we've predicted would happen. And uh, I mean, return path really, it's kind of like letting the, the fox into the hen house. That's right. So, yeah. um, I mean, Google has said that they're going to take steps and Edison has said they're going to take steps, but everybody's taking steps because they got caught. Shame on you, Google. Now, it's important to note here that uh, people should be reading the consent when they when Gmail asks for consent to uh, do certain things, because but this is actually in there, they say that they are actually getting your consent. It's just not terribly clear what you're consenting to. So now you know. Okay, but I find when these apps are asking for your consent uh, to access certain pieces of information or parts of your phone, a lot of times if you say no, that app doesn't work anymore. Like they won't let you load it. Very true. And I mean, this is sort of the, the, the trade-off, right? You know, they, they promise so many great new features, but instead of finding a way to do that that preserves privacy, they're really taking the, the, the shortcut. I mean, Facebook said, what, go fast, break things? Um, I think go fast, break our trust. And our hearts. I know. Okay, so I just came across this uh, news uh, this week. I don't know if you've heard uh, Samsung phones, certain ones, uh, the Galaxy S9 and S9 Plus and the Note 8, uh, there's been reports down in the U.S. that some users' phones uh, have been sending out all of their photos to That's their contact right. list. <laughs> so you better be careful what you're storing in that uh, oh photo my, reel oh on your God. phone because like, it's going to everyone you know. I'm older than you guys, so I don't take you know the crazy pictures, the naughty <laughs> pictures that you guys do. But can you imagine, like, maybe you take some risque photos of your girlfriend or boyfriend and then suddenly, without your knowledge, your phone is like sending them out to your contacts. I All can imagine them. it. And All it's horrifying. It is horrifying. Yeah. So Samsung says they're looking into it right now. Um, apparently, this has something to do with uh, RCS, Rich Communication Service, which is the next generation of texting that uh, Android phones and, and other phones will be rolling out. Uh, and so they say it has something to do with that. Uh, but obviously, this is a huge issue. This this is one of those things where, you I mean, I, I look at it and I was wondering, you know, what would they do to top the exploding battery scandal? Well done, Samsung. Like, you've you've done it. I, I didn't, wonder, if, you know, it's just their fault? It's got to be, right? Because if it's not affecting other phones, well, it's... we don't know that yet. Well, they, they've got they've got their little layer on top of, of Android. So I'm thinking it's probably somewhere in that, um, I can't even remember what they call it now, but in the, in the skin that they put on it, I imagine that's probably where we're going to find... The issue is. But you know, the challenge I think for some of these big, bigger players like Apple and Samsung, they sell the majority of phones in the world. So there's like millions and millions more of these phones out, out there for this to happen to. I wonder if it is happening on some of the other manufacturers. Hmm, possible. That's I would uh, say that it's probably a safe tactic to take to not keep risque photos on your phone. Where's the fun in that? No fun <laughs> at all. Continuing on the app news here on the app show. Uh, Canadian border agents have a right to look through your phone. I mean, 
I thought they already had this right. This is kind of popping up in the news again. Yeah, they they, they have this right. And it's just we're starting to see that um, it's being exercised more often. Um, it's something that I think is absolutely ridiculous. I think this is something that we absolutely need to to address. What happens if you say no? Uh, they can they can seize your phone. And then what? And uh, then never, they hang on to it. And... For, for how long? I know the Americans can do it for five days. Uh, I, I can't actually see the, the, the length of time here. I think I was under the impression it was about three weeks. That's so, we'll have to look into that. Yeah. But so you should assume that you have no privacy on your phone. 100%. So what's interesting about this is they can only access the things that are stored directly on your phone. So if you were to delete a bunch of apps that store some information, like maybe your email app before you cross the border, they can't access that information anymore because it's no longer stored on your phone. So if there's something that you're you know, that you want to preserve your privacy on, then that's a workaround that would definitely work in that situation. Well, my phone's already sent out all my pictures. Who <laughs> 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 cares if the, if the border guards are looking through it anymore? Well, I mean, if there's something sensitive in your email that you're talking about with, you know, a family member or friend or whatever, you might not want that information out there for border guards to read. So. There, there's not that much sensitive information in my phone to begin with, but I actually have a phone for crossing the border. I've got, I've got an old iPhone 5 that I take with me on uh, sort of non-essential trips, you know, if I'm just going down to... I know, you're the most paranoid guy I know. Well, you know, it's, you know, you're annoyed, I'm annoyed, together we're paranoid. It's it's one of those things where I just don't want people going through my stuff. So it's I've got that phone available, I just slide my Roger SIM in, and I've got uh, Roam Like Home, so essentially... I, I've got text messaging that's available then when I need it, and everything else is just pretty bare bones. Well, that was a great tip. Speaking of tips, it's time for our iPhone tip of the week. Graham, what do we got? So this iPhone tip of the week is for being able to find every iPhone app that you have ever purchased. Uh, if you've purchased things in the past and you're looking to redownload them, this is a great way to do it. Uh, essentially, all you have to do is open up the iTunes App Store, tap your profile picture in the top right-hand corner, select Purchased. Now, you're going to be given two options. So you're going to see things that are installed on the phone or things that are not on this phone. Essentially, all you'll have to do is tap on not on this phone. You'll be presented with a whole list in there. I've actually got stuff going all the way back to my iPhone 4, which some of those apps don't work anymore, but uh, the ones that do will work on your current phone. So that is this week's iPhone tip of the week, how to find every iPhone app you've ever purchased. Tired of waiting for a doctor's appointment, sometimes up to six to seven days? Well, there's an app that can help you with that, and we'll tell you all about it. When we come back from the break here on The App Show. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina and Graham. Still lots to talk about on today's program, including our Hot 5 app countdown. And, of course, what's streaming on Netflix, Amazon, and Crave TV. Let's talk about uh, doctor visits. I don't know if uh, you've tried to get in to see your family doctor lately, but it can uh, take take upwards of a week to get in to see your family physician and... God help you trying to get into a, one of the walk-in clinics nowadays, especially as it gets later in the day. Well, there's a there's an app to help you out with that. Uh, Go e-visit Smart Exam. On the line, we've got Liz Bryant, uh, one of the co-founders of uh, this cool 24/7 virtual uh, medical app. Thanks for joining us today, Liz. Thank you, Mike. Am I correct in saying it's uh, available 24/7? You're absolutely correct. It is available 24/7 from technology that people are using all the time anywhere, anyway, their, their phones, their tablets, uh, their computers. So if I have a minor illness, I don't have to go to my family physician, I don't have to go to a walk-in clinic, I can basically use this app and it puts me in touch with a doctor? 
Absolutely. And is this uh, is this like a chat-based thing or a video-based? Actually, it is. It's next-generation software, Mike. It's intelligent software that actually acts as a physician's assistant. So a, a patient would actually log in to go visit and request care. First and foremost, we have a couple of questions that vet out possible emergency situations. And if it is a situation that can be safely and effectively be treated using virtual care, then the, the client is asked to complete a short clinical interview module that is designed specifically to the medical complaint that they're calling about. Now, this module really does act like the very best medical resident ever. It collects all of the patient's data, includes, including um, their what medications are on, what their primary concern is, what symptoms they're presenting, any history, and they gather that information to support the medical providers in delivering the very best virtual care for that client. And, and so, again, is this, uh, and how do they get the information back? The clinical interview, once it's completed, goes into a virtual waiting room. Our medical providers pick it up and contact the client directly. The client can ask to be contacted by telephone, and about 78% of our clients choose to be contacted by phone. But if they wish uh, more of a face-to-face, they can be contacted via Skype or FaceTime. And are they, are they interacting with actual uh, doctors? Yes, all of our medical providers are licensed. We have medical providers from coast to coast, and they're all licensed in whatever jurisdiction they're operating from. And, and how long does the whole process take? Let's say, uh, you know, I think there's something wrong with me. I have this bad cough. Uh, I go to the app. Uh, how long does it take to fill out the information and have someone uh, respond? Well, Mike, it really depends on what the medical concern is. The actual clinical module is normally takes three to five minutes to complete. And then our providers make every attempt to reach out to the client within 15 minutes of that clinical interview being received. Oh, so I'm, I'm not waiting days. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> no, you're waiting minutes, and you're not parking, and you're not leaving your house or leaving your, your office or even your hotel room to get that care. And so this app, is it available for iPhones, Android phones, and tablets? It is. Both available in the appropriate app stores. And uh, what am I paying for this? Well, with Smart Exam, the first visit is free because we really want people to try this. This is this allows virtual care from anywhere they, they live or work or play. And then if they are interested in becoming members of GoEVisit, they pay a very nominal annual fee, $49, which is an access fee for the client and all of their family members, if, if they have family members, immediate family members, of course. And then they pay a low per visit fee every time they access the service. The, the service itself is very comprehensive. If there is a prescription required, it can be sent to any pharmacy in Canada of a client's choice, or it can be delivered next business day free of charge. Now, our medical providers are very, very um, sensitive to the overprescription of antibiotics. So we're all, we have we ensure that they're all trained to be very cognizant of that. 38% of our visits actually end with a prescription as opposed to about 75% in the regular system. And our providers also offer good old time-tested home remedies that can help alleviate system, uh, the um, symptoms. 
of a minor medical condition while they're waiting for the prescription to kick in if a prescription was required. So th- this sounds fascinating. I mean, what kind of illnesses um, uh, would you you know, suggest people use this for? Like, I'm sure if I think my arm is broken, it's probably best to go down to the emergency room or if I'm bleeding out, uh, obviously call an ambulance. But, you know, what, what should okay. people be um, looking for? What's interesting, Mike, is that the 300 minor illness conditions that our medical providers can treat, uh, can diagnose and treat, are the things that are clogging up emergency weight rooms and walk-in clinics right now. So things like cough, cold, flu, uh, UTIs, ear infections, things along that line. Uh, tell our listeners again uh, the name of the app and where they can get it. Go visit Smart Exam, available on the App Store in iOS and Android. That was uh, Liz Bryant uh, talking about a fantastic app uh, that you can use from the comfort of your home and uh, avoid uh, some of the wait times at your doctor's office. Thanks for joining us, Liz. Thank you, Mike. Still lots more to talk about here on the App Show. When we come back, it's the Hot 5 App Countdown. Stay tuned. You are back with the App Show. Still lots to talk about on today's program. Joined here with uh, Christina and Graham. Before we get to our Hot 5, Graham, what's our Facebook tip of the week? Well, our Facebook tip of the week is sort of in honor of all of those people this summer that are posting pictures where... You look at it and you go, hmm, maybe I could do without seeing that. Um, So (laughs) uh, this is controlling what is on your news feed. And you can do this by changing the status of different people on your friends list. Uh, So you can go through your friends list and individually assign the type of friend that they are. Basically, there's a little drop-down arrow beside the word friends. You'll be given a couple of options. Uh, If you see people where you'd like to see more of their stuff, you know, they're posting profound things or deep, meaningful conversations. Those do happen on Facebook from time to time. You can change them to close friend. Um, If you'd like to see less of what they see, you can change them to acquaintance. You also have the option to either unfollow a friend or follow a friend um, or see first. And between these six different options, you can kind of curate your Facebook feed so you can see more or less of your friends as they wear more or less throughout the summer. So that is this week's Facebook tip of the week. I love that because, you know, for so long, like, like for how many years Facebook's been around, it's been very difficult to kind of choose which friends you see the most of in your in your newsfeed. Yeah, and being able to kind of promote friends to close friends or demote them to acquaintance, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's it's sort of nice. And you can let people know subtly, you know, it's just... Subtly? Yeah, you, when you're talking to them, you know, you're a really good acquaintance. Just... <laughs> I, I just like to be blunt. Christina, you're an acquaintance on Facebook now. You know what? I'm okay with that because I deleted Facebook and it does not matter to me. <laughs> I, that's, that's why I said that. <laughs> You're a weirdo. You're off the grid now. I, how, do, how will I know what you're eating? I where have never posted a food picture on Facebook in my life. It's all on Instagram. <laughs> do you post I, on Instagram? Uh, sometimes. Oh, so that's so, dr- much, so much better. Sometimes my drinks make it on Instagram. Oh, so, so it's okay on Instagram, but not Facebook. Yeah. You're a snob. But also, there are very few and far between. So, Let's move on here. It's our Hot 5 app countdown. This week, it's Hot 5 apps for golfers. Hot 5 apps for golfers. 
So, so my friend Ged in uh, Guelph is probably one of the best golfers that I know. Guelph? Ged in Guelph. Okay. Keep it's going. not short for anything. It's just Ged. Hey, okay. Ged. Um, he is a he's a great golfer, and I, I've chatted with him about golf apps in the past, and he's he's been sort of you know plus and minus on them as he goes through a little over under. Uh, but uh, one of his favorite actually is Golf Logic's GPS and putt breaks. So this is our number five app for the week. That's his favorite. That's one of his favorites. Uh, iOS and Android. It's free with some in app purchases. It uses 3D mapping technology, and uh, it pairs it with some yardage, yardage books used by pro golfers. So basically it gives you a new level of insight about uh, the contours of greens, how putts will break, and uh, gives you some precise GPS distances uh, when, you're, uh, when you're on the fairway. So it knows what golf course you're on. It does indeed. Very cool. Number four on the Hot 5 app countdown. This week it's Hot 5 apps for golfers. Christina? Number four is Golf Shake. This one is available on iOS and on Android, and it's free. This one can actually be used to track uh, your scores, and it will actually track multiple player scores, so you can have everyone in your party in there. Uh, And it will also allow you to input stats and handicap movements all in one place. You just need to select your course and enter the players you want to track, fill in your scores as you go along, and the app will do the rest. It'll establish the handicap and track progress as you go along. Very cool. Hot 5 App Countdown this week. Hot 5 Apps for Golfers. Number three, what do we have, Graham? This is Huddle Technique. So this is for iOS and Android. Again, it is free with in-app purchases, and it is a swing analysis app. Now, for those of us like me who slice more than Freddy Krueger and Jason put together, uh, this is a great way to look at your golf swing and essentially analyze it, break it down, see where you're making a mistake. Uh, When I actually used this for the first time, it said I was making a mistake in taking the clubs out of the bag. So a bit of a tough one there, but... uh, (laughs) It's that's also useful for baseball and tennis. Great little app. It just tells me don't play. Just don't play. Just don't play. You should just go have a beer at the clubhouse. Number two on the Hot 5 app for Golfer Countdown, what do we have? We have PGA Tour Live available for iOS and Android. Uh, You will have to purchase a subscription for this one, but it allows you to stream the live PGA Tour action straight from your phone or tablet. And it actually gives you some added coverage sometimes with, uh, with, you know, video uh, before the TV coverage kicks off. It also offers the latest tour news, a leaderboard, and an event schedule. And number one on our Hot 5 Apps for Golfer countdown this week. Graham, take it away. This is Shot Tracer. Now, this is an app that costs $8.49 Canadian. It's available for iOS and Android. And this thing is really cool. If you've ever watched golf on TV and you've seen when somebody swings and they, they hit the ball and there's a tracer so you can track the ball through there because it's tiny. Um, this is actually gives you the same ability here. So you take a video of your shot uh, from behind where you're swinging. So hopefully, you know, somebody that you're golfing with can do it or you bring a tiny tripod and you'll be able to um, trace the ball for the entire all the golfers behind. You're going to love this. Right. Uh, to set this all up. Just hit the red button. You're good to go. Yeah. Uh, so you'll be able to trace the ball for the entirety of its flight. So it's a great way, again, of breaking down your swing and analyzing where the ball went based on what you did. So very, very helpful, both uh, you know, at the range and on the course. And uh, it's, a, it's a super helpful piece of technology. $8.49 shot tracer. That's interesting. So it takes the video you've shot of you hitting the ball, and then it puts a little tracer on it so and, you can watch that back. And you can track the ball's flight. That is kind of neat. Yeah. I can never see where I hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're supposed to keep your head down and your eye on the ball and then follow it, but that's not always what happens. And no. so when you, when you have one of those moments where that didn't really work, uh, th- this is here for you. There's an app for that. Shot Tracer, eight bucks. Yep. Got to pay for it. Worth it, though. 
Yeah, for golfers, they would love that. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like your own little private golf pro in the in the palm of your hand. Very handy. Let's switch gears now and get our game app of the week. What do we have, Graham? Our game app of the week is a fun little 3D platform, a 3D platformer called Suzy Cube. And Suzy so, Cube? Suzy Cube. Yeah, it is a, a 3D platformer kind of like uh, Super Mario World. Um, and so the dastardly skulls have stolen all the gold out of Castle Cubeton. And essentially, you're playing this 3D game in order to recover all of these uh, bits of gold. Uh, so there are 40 unique stages to master. Uh, there are secrets and power-ups to discover. Uh, you can play by tapping on the screen, but if you do have a Bluetooth controller, uh, and there's tons of really great ones out there, you'll be able to use a controller with this as well. So it's a, it's a super fun game. It's available for iOS, and uh, it sells for uh, $5.49 Canadian. Is that all? That's all. When we come back from the break here on the App Show, we'll be talking about what's streaming this week on Netflix Amazon Prime Video and Crave TV. You're listening to the App Show here, the App Show, the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this, you are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina and Graham. We still have a bit more to talk about on the program, including our fitness, our creative and travel apps of the week. But before we get there, it's that time. Streaming this week. We start off, as always, uh, with Netflix. Lots of uh, great shows and movies happening. Uh, and by no means uh, do we have the opportunity to get to all of them because there's literally dozens uh, of them uh, out there. But uh, starting off, Good Girls, a new uh, Christina Hendricks comedy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a robbery! I'm Deadpool, you wanna? <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks uh, good. Uh, Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, and uh, remember Donna uh, from Parks and Recreation? Yeah, she's in it as well. Oh well, yeah, there you so, go. I don't think I've seen Christina Hendricks in anything since I finished watching Mad Men. Oh, there was another one, Leonard and Hap- I forget the name of it. Uh, it was some uh, other series that she was in for a while. First time I saw her was actually in Firefly, and she was phenomenal. Oh in yeah, it. she was awesome. Right? Yes. Also on Netflix this week, uh, a classic by George Lucas of Star Wars fame. Uh, I don't know if everyone knows, but he also directed a little classic in 1973 with Richard Dreyfuss, Ron Howard, called American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Where were you in 62? special one and jump into your candy-colored custom or your screaming machine, cruise downtown and catch American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Baby, what's that? It's a movie. Can you dig it? That was a classic movie. Do you ever watch it, Graham? Uh, I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. I do remember watching it years ago. The thing that kind of occurs to me here, though, is like this was a film based in nostalgia made 11 years after the nostalgia was supposed to take place. Right? That's kind of odd. Uh, like, it, was, it was a great movie. Can you imagine a nostalgic film right now about 2007? Where were you when the iPhone came out? <laughs> <laughs> Watching Friends. <laughs> <laughs> but reruns of Friends. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another movie coming out on Netflix, and this was fantastic. I, Tanya, the story of Tanya Harding. <laughs> the haters always say, Tanya, tell the truth. There's no such thing as truth. 
This one starring Margot Robbie, also Allison Janney, and Sebastian Stan. Uh, this was a fantastic movie, and again, uh, tells the story of Tonya Harding back uh, at the Olympics a few years ago. It was it was one of those things. I think her her partner's name was what Jeff Galuli. Was that right? Yes. Yeah. It was just and like for for months it was in the in sort of the zeitgeist of of Nancy Kerrigan, Tonya Harding, and then this guy with the club, Jeff. The guy with the club. Crazy story, man. Uh, anyway, I thought it did a, a great job telling that story from, I guess, you know, a different point of uh, view. Uh, I, I, I walked away feeling bad for Tanya Harding because back then you didn't really feel bad for her. She, she was, she, according to the news media, she was the villain. So I'm going to have to go watch this and, and take a look. Uh, I think you'll like it. Yeah. Coming up uh, on Amazon Prime Video, if you uh, subscribe to Amazon Prime, you probably don't know that you also have Amazon Prime Video. It's like a Netflix-type service, lots of great shows and movies. This one's called The Edge of Winter, starring Tom Holland uh, and others. Look, there's a cabin down there. What is that? Hey! Jesus Christ! Does he know what he's doing? Whoa. What the hell are you doing here? This is a kind of a tense drama thriller. It's a story of a father who takes uh, his two boys out into the wilderness and they start suspecting that uh, he might not be all that uh, he seems. Yikes. Okay. Yes. All right. Heading over to Crave TV, we have uh, Corner Gas, the animated uh, series, season one. You know what I was thinking? You wish you were taller? No. And well, then I got nothing. I made it with local wild berries. What are you trying to pull? Coming in too hot. Papaya, you okay, pal? Uh, If you enjoyed the live-action version of Corner Gas series ran for many years on CBC, this is the animated version. And i got to be honest, I like the animated version than the live version. It, it's funny. It reminds it's just really me really quick paced. Yeah, well, and that, that's kind of the thing. It reminds me of the Clerks animated series. I think which there were only six episodes made, but I found to be absolutely hilarious. I wore a hole in the DVD, uh, so I, I'm gonna have to give this a go because it has the same sort of feel. I'm into it. Okay, so I never watched Corner Gas, but was there as much punching in the real live action one as there is in this one? No, but anything okay, animated, there's always lots of punching because <laughs> you can get away with that. Anyway, it's uh, it's actually cleverly written and really fast-paced, you know, a lot of jokes. Uh, I found it a lot of fun. Uh, and again, if you like Corner Gas, uh, the original series, I'm sure you'll like the new animated series, so you'll want to check that out. And uh, for our David Bowie fans out there, a BBC series on Crave TV this week called David Bowie, The Last Five Years. So an interesting documentary, uh, as it's uh, titled, David Bowie, The Last Five Years. It's about the last five years of his life. It's done by BBC, so it's very well done. If you're a David Bowie fan, definitely something to check out. I know you like David Bowie, Graham. Yeah, I'm just watching the trailer here. I'm I'm a little, still a little crushed, I mean, by the loss of that talent. So I'm, I'm definitely going to add this to my rainy day watch uh, for summer. That's uh, what was streaming this week. Again, uh, lots more out there, so check uh, your local streaming services for all the new movies and TV shows they have. Let's uh, switch gears and get our creative app of the week, brought to you by Vancouver Film School. So our creative app of the week this week is an app called Assembly. And so it's uh, an interesting uh, 
app that lets you take over 180 basic shapes and fit them together to make different designs. It's sort of a building block approach that seems a bit simplistic, but allows you to create some very cool, uh, you know, creations uh, that you can actually use as stickers in iMessage. So if you can kind of think in shapes and start to uh, to build these things, you can build some very cool creative uh, uh, designs, which you can then share with others or use in your messaging. So that's for iMessage that works on iPhones and iPads. That's right. And so there is a uh, subscription that's included. Uh, so basically it's two ninety nine a month, uh, but you can also get a year subscription for half that price and get the whole year for 30 bucks. What's it called again? It's called Assembly. Assembly. And that's the Creative App of the Week brought to you by Vancouver Film School. When we come back from the break here on the App Show, it's our Fitness and Travel Apps of the Week. Stay tuned here on the App Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with the app show. A little bit of time left to get a few more apps in. Let's start off with our fitness app of the week. Graham, what is it? The fitness app of the week is, this week is actually a really cool one. It's from for both iOS and Android, and it's something that I've started using recently. It's called Fit Radio. So it's Fit Radio. Fit Radio. It's a music streaming app that specializes in DJ-created mixes that help you maintain a consistent beat. So you can browse by a genre, by DJ, by the type of workout. So if you do, say, for example, spin classes, uh, Zumba, or yoga, you can essentially pick music that's going to work for you, uh, pick the, the BPM, and exercise to that. So the app is free to use, but the basic version allows you to only choose one genre of music and a few mixes. The premium membership is about four and a half bucks a month and gets you more than 25 genres and stations, unlimited skips, and the ability to save your favorites as well as selecting uh, DJ profiles. And it also becomes ad free. Uh, so there are 24 new coached workouts every week. And you, again, you can pick from all these different types of exercises to work from. Uh, it's, a, it's a really cool app. Thanks, Graham. Uh, Christina, you've got our travel app of the week. What do we got? This week, we have an app called GeoSure. This one's available on iOS and Android, and it is free. Its aim is to keep you safe while you're traveling. Uh, It collects data from sources like the CDC, the World Health Organization, and the UN, and also local authorities. And it provides a safety score for your destination that reflects all of the things that uh, are risky, health risks, political unrest, uh, you know, robberies, things like that in the area. Um, It also has a crowdsourced component. So uh, people can actually report these things in the app and you know whether, you know, the area that you're staying in is safe. Sounds good. What's uh, the name of it again? GeoSure. GeoSure. That's all the time we have left for the app show. I want to thank Christina and Graham for helping put the show together. And of course, co-hosting uh, as well. Don't forget to listen to our sister show, Get Connected, every Saturdays here on CKNW 980 in Vancouver and across the Chorus Radio Network from 10 to 11 Pacific time. That's all the time we have left. Mike, Graham, and Christina signing off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.